0: Welcome to Making Movies is Hard, a podcast about the everyday struggles of being an independent filmmaker. I'm Alex Kellerman.
1: And I'm Art Purcell. So, this week, we have a very special guest, um, just like all our very special guests. Uh, this guest, it, we've been talking to this guy for like a year uh trying to have him on the show back in the days when timothy was still with us rest in uh, peace please welcome to the show just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> r.i.p <laughs> <laughs> just kidding but not really kidding. i mean he's completely disappeared <laughs> from the show but uh maybe he'll be back anyways uh please welcome script supervisor josh gannon to the show hi josh. josh hello thank you for having me so before i let you introduce yourself i'm going to introduce you just Briefly, Josh has worked on 17 feature films as the script supervisor, as well as TV shows, documentaries, countless shorts, um, you know, working with a variety of famous and not-so-famous actors, and, you know, also was a script supervisor for films of previous guests, Liz Manichelle and J.D. Dillard, who were both on the show. Yeah, so a little connection there. And I don't know if that's how we met you in the first place, Josh. Do you remember? Was that No, a I think... Uh... I was listening to, um, oh, there's a,
2: what's that other, it's like the directing podcast. You guys had like a crossover. Oh yeah. Just shoot it. Yeah. Just shoot it. I yeah. listened to that and then it was like an LA versus SF thing
1: and I went to San Francisco state. So I was like oh yeah. even more tuned in and oh. then I saw nice I got it from there. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. That was quite the, quite the episode. It, it was funny cause after that episode, Timothy and I were like, really like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it was like an, a thing for us. And then for the Just Shoot It guys, it was like just another great episode. And then since then, I've kind of gotten to know those guys a little bit. And I, when I go to LA, I try to, you know, grab a coffee or whatever. And yeah, they're just really cool guys. Um, and, yeah, maybe I should move to Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> is, what, is what I've learned. But, I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen oh, no. yet. No. But uh, one day, you know, we'll see. Um, but uh, that's that's awesome that you heard us from there. And uh, and that's actually how we met Liz Manichel was through those guys. Like, we heard her on their podcast. And then we got in contact with her after that. Uh, and then she helped us find J.D. Dillard, oddly <laughs> enough. Because we'd seen slight. Uh, and we really wanted to have him on the show, which you worked on, which is awesome. Yeah. He's yeah, we can get into that, but yeah, he's great. Um, so Josh, uh, give us quickly your, your one minute bio of, uh, you know, who you are and what you do. All right. So, um, I was uh, raised
2: in Thousand Oaks, California and grew up watching so much television and movies as a child, teenager, going into college, and never really knew what I wanted to do with my life, but just knew I liked the arts and entertainment. And then in high school, when I was a senior, I would help out my friends make, like, handy cam movies, like editing on the spot type of thing. And I was like, oh, this, is, this feels really good. Like, I just like being a part of this. I didn't really care about how the movie turned out, because the experience was... Um, a lot of fun, and uh, at the time, and so I was like, you know what, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try this because I really like movies and TV, and maybe I could do something in that realm. So I signed up. So this is high school, or this is a yeah, high school, senior year of high school. Nice, nice. Yeah, and then I applied for a few film schools with <laughs> barely any experience of. Anything film. (laughs) So, um, but I was able to get into San Francisco State University. And so I went up there for four years and learned so much. And um, yeah, there's a lot of students, a lot of people, they're always like, do I need to go to film school? Do I not need to go to film school? All I know is I needed to and it worked out. Like I just, it was a great place for me. So I always recommend it, but some people don't always need it or not. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I still talk to a good group of people in the film uh, industry that went there. I still keep in contact with them. And then um, I moved back home after college, and and uh, found this job. And then uh, it's kind of been like that ever since.
0: Wait, sorry, found found this job.
2: Yeah. So I um,
0: script supervising. Yeah, mean?
2: I found script supervising. Gotcha. We, we aren't really we aren't really taught about it in. In film school, or at least at in SF, we weren't.
0: Uh, SF, and sorry, I just want to make sure I understand. SF is an art school. No, it's a state school. It's a state school, right? Come yeah. on, and, and so I, I'm I'm clarifying. So, <laughs> what do you, you? But you majored in what film? studies
2: Yeah, they called it 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 sucks but it, it it's called cinema. Uh like I, I hate that, <laughs> but um yeah, like my, my my diploma says I have a degree in cinema and it makes me feel pretentious. <laughs>
0: no, that's great. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, but we didn't I Wish I had that. Um, but we didn't have enough money for like like a lot of equipment nor enough classes to have tracks. Like some people like study film with really? emphasis. Yeah. So it was more like. Huh. It was more like everybody take these 10 units of history, film history, everybody starts there, and then figure out the, sure. the last 35 units of whatever you want.
0: <laughs> so, Interesting.
2: Um, yeah. So, uh, so if you wanted to and learn. And what did
0: you spend your credits? What, what did you study most there?
2: Um, I tried to study as much as I could because there's, there's like four. There's like four or five writing classes, two directing classes, a lot of theory, which isn't bad. It's just it's not production.
0: Um, (laughs) A lot of theory
2: theory, and uh, sound and sound and sound design. Um, But it was a. It wasn't like like it wasn't mostly one subject because we didn't have a lot of subjects to fulfill thirty five units. Okay.
0: So, you, um, couldn't, you couldn't take 35 directing units. You had to, like, spread it around. Yeah.
2: Like, you could take... If you took all of the classes, you would take only two classes of the directing classes. <laughs>
0: so, if you got into both, it was, like, right. amazing. Interesting.
1: And what year did you graduate from SF State? I graduated in 2012. Uh, okay. Cool. So, I also went to SF State. I graduated in 2009. The, the January so like basically 2008 uh-huh. you know oh, that's why um I didn't do film I I did uh broadcasting so no, I was kind of in the in a different department Is that Becca? Yeah. Becca. Oh yeah. What does it stand for? It's like broadcast. Yeah, it's broadcast electronic 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 communications arts. That's what it stands for. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like really, it's like a radio and television degree is really what it is, you know, in the end. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I took a couple film classes. I definitely took a couple writing classes, and I knew a, a bunch of people in the cinema department. So, uh, but at that time, I don't know. But when you were there, if you had digital cameras yet? But when I was there, the film department didn't have digital. They just had film only. Um, so they kind of you know <laughs> didn't really have a lot of stuff to work with. I think we were like one of the last classes that used film
2: um, for our like beginning, like intro to filmmaking classes.
0: You used film, you cut film. We did. We did. It was, Oh my God,
2: it is so stressful. Uh, It makes you really, (laughs) it makes you really decide like when the cut is or what, like when to cut to the next shot, because once you cut it, it's never really going to be as good as if we cut it again, you know? (laughs) (laughs) so i would we would be in the in the editing room i'd be in there with like my two um group partners so like one shot it uh i was in it and my friend directed it or or something like that and it was just us three and it would be like all right so we're gonna we have the wide are we gonna cut to the medium yes no yeah sure and then we'd look through like the movie yola to see what it would look like and then you actually like spliced it like 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 uh yeah wow yeah
0: and how many films have you made like that since (laughs)
2: Just that one. (laughs) Yeah. After, after that, (laughs) after that they were in the classes, at least it was like, you can use digital. There's more space for digital and it's less expensive. Obviously it's cheaper. So, um, but I was, I still have it like in one of my drawers and it's, yeah.
1: So when you were making stuff at SF State, was there ever a script supervisor or did you not even have that role on your sets? There were a few. I had one I had one on
2: my thesis and I just knew he wanted to be an editor. So I was just like so ignorant and just thinking like, hey, you want to be an editor? So this is close, right? And he was like, a little bit, but yeah, I'll help you out. And I was like, great. But it wasn't it was more like, a all right, so we have like we have a lecture about directing, and someone that works with the director is a script supervisor. All right, moving on, hear more about directing. Like it was, <laughs>
0: it was, it was just like a, it was just like
2: a bullet point. Oh, that's um, funny. In Film school.
0: So then, how did you quote unquote find it when you got back?
2: So I found it uh, after I graduated college. I um, I was able to be a PA on three features, um, and they weren't, they're really, really low, low, low budget features. Um, like they weren't paid, but I was just like, whatever. Like I just want the experience and I don't care. Sure. So after those three movies, I just realized I'm awful at being a PA. Um, I'm a horrible like runner. (laughs) Like when people to this day, if people give me like more than three like coffee orders, I like have a panic attack (laughs) because I just don't want (laughs) to get it. I like, don't want to get it wrong. And so I just like, Oh, whatever. Yeah, sure. like, <laughs> more foam. Like it's just like <laughs> awful in my head, and I was just like, funny. that's just one part of the job. And then everything else is like, you know, stopping traffic and wow. permits. I'm so, not the <laughs> one for that. I'm horrible. I'm just like, you can, it's free. Yeah, I've done. Like, I've been there. Yeah. I've
0: been there. It is really awful.
2: And I like have so much res- respect for people who do it and do it confidently and do it well. I just know it's not me. And at the time I wanted to learn more about, Directing, because that's what I wanted to do in film school, and I wanted to do going out of it. And um,
0: so that's the ultimate goal I, is
2: is directing. It was. It actually was for a bit, but now it's now the goal is to keep scripts revising.
1: Okay, so take take us back. Kellerman just threw us off the rails here. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to okay. interrupt. I, <laughs> I was just I was just curious.
2: Oh, you're good. You're good. So I wanted to learn more about directing, and um, I researched the job and i'd always heard about it and i i would watch movies as i feel like a lot of people when they hear about the job and i tell them like oh yeah it's like continuity and you like one aspect of his continuity and they're like oh yeah i always see those things off well i was one of those people and still am so i always knew that it kind of existed but i never knew what it really was and then yeah. they're like uh, someone uh, told me oh yeah you, you work next to the director like all day and i was like oh my gosh like fantastic and so I just went on mandy.com, if that's still around. I think it is.
1: Yeah, I think it is, yeah.
2: Um, and I answered an ad for a USC thesis film or thesis, like, web series. And um, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm, like, right out of film school. I have set experience. So I know what a set should be like. Like, I know the ins and outs. Um, but I don't know this job, and I want to learn is that okay question mark <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> nice and they were like yeah sure like we'll bring yeah we'll teach you we we know we know a little bit we can get you started and i was like great and so i went th- wow that's amazing yeah i i got very lucky and they and they said yes and it was and i showed up with like a notebook like no script didn't read it walked on set had no idea what we were doing (laughs) um or i had i had had an idea i had an idea of what we were doing because they're like oh it's this it was um it was like a a web series for subway like the sandwich (laughs) restaurant and it was like a it was a it was a a web series
0: for Subway. yeah it was
2: it was a weird like usc like challenge or or um and it was very wow. it was very cute because it was a, a puppet it was a, it was about a puppet named herman and he was a he was a subway loaf so he was very like lo- long and slender like very tall and slender. Oh. And his dream was, is to be in a subway commercial so it's his way of getting to hollywood quote unquote and so a lot of yeah a lot of a lot of bread puns and a lot of very um very fun times and i was just there and, and, and the, this was unpaid this job or this one this one was paid it was it was very low but again coming off those three unpaid features i was like like anything cool it was like $50 $50 a day and i was like i don't that's uh, i was nice. like that's great like i felt so
0: hey i nice. felt so
2: um cool
0: <laughs> yeah it was paid that's all that matters yeah so you're saying
2: next to the director so I'm sitting next to the director and I'm intaking, I'm intaking everything with like what the shot's going to be, how the AD talks to the director, how I talk to props and, and the camera team and the sound team. And I just was in the middle of everything going on around me and just soaking in it as a sponge and just loved it. And I was like, having to talk to the director about shots and he was, you know, the director, he was telling me like, oh, I like this take because of this moment and I don't like this take. And he was like, oh yeah, you need to, you need to write that down. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. cool." And, and not even like in a jerk way, he was just like, here's what the, like, here's what it is. And the notes go, you know, your notes go to the editor. And I was like, yeah, great. Like I talked to post too.
0: <laughs> so wow. Great. I just loved, it was, it's a great yeah. way to
2: meet people on set and to meet how people are on set. So it forces you to talk to everyone. And I just loved it how I was, I wasn't in a corner like fire watching (laughs) anymore.
1: I was like even closer to the
2: action. So I
1: loved it. So did they have you uh, do the lines on the script in this one? Uh, Did you learn that at that time? Or was that something that didn't happen because it was a web series or? They didn't
2: They didn't uh, teach me that at that point. I found that out a few gigs later, and um, after that, I, like, researched the job and bought, like, one textbook that's credible <laughs> for the job. And I, like, read that cover to cover, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's the line script, and these are the editor logs,
1: and this is my notes, and, you know... All that stuff. So did you have logs yeah. on that mo- that first project at all? Were you filling out reports or taking stills of anything or any of that stuff? Or were you just, you know, giving notes and writing down what the director said? I was, I was definitely giving notes and writing down what the director said. But what caught
2: me off guard was the second AD came up to me and said, hey, I need your totals. And I was like, my what? And she's like, "Oh yeah, your totals, like all the scenes we shot, all the roles we did, all that stuff." And I was yeah. like, you need that information? Like that? Like not in like a, I don't want to do it, but just like, oh my gosh, there's so much to this job, oh, and I, I have no problem. Like there's more. <laughs> like I was just excited. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, and all the page count and how many like two pages, three and one eighth page. I needed to you know do the math and all that stuff. And then she's like, yeah, just give that to me, and then send your notes to the editor, and well, then you're good to go." And I was wow. over the moon um, with how incorporated I was with so many different departments
0: sure how How long you said this was a web series, right? So how long was the shoot? That shoot was five days and then how how did that job lead to the next job, or how did you get the the thing after that this was this was a cold email, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, this was a cold email and then so what was the next thing? The next thing, the next few things were some shorts. And then I also did the same thing through like Craigslist <laughs> and,
0: uh, really? yeah.
2: And, and more Mandy. And then, um, and I, and with every new, <laughs> with every new email, I would say, I've done this once. I've done this twice. Like, I, right, right. Would, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't,
0: I didn't think about, Yeah, I
2: didn't think about a resume or an IMDB page. I was just like, trying to i just thought my word would help i don't know why but i just thought that and um they're like yeah sure um yeah we'll bring you on you have
1: experience just in general fantastic Um, (laughs) yeah so did you ever have a moment where like you worked under a script supervisor and they like showed you the ropes or did you just teach yourself from that that textbook Uh, i was mostly uh i taught myself through the textbook wow self-taught that's awesome yeah wow it's funny when I learned how to do it, I had someone like teach me <laughs> like, like this producer on a movie. Like she was like, okay, here's exactly what you do. Here's what it looks like. Here are the forms. Here are the things. Here's what you have to do. This is why it's important. And like, I got the whole deal, but like, I can't imagine just learning that on my own. It's kind of crazy.
2: Yeah. I, I suggest the way you did it, Ulrich. <laughs> um, cause that is, that is better. <laughs> um, I definitely, I once I once I really got interested into it I definitely researched people on Facebook and reached out to like hey can we get coffee can we do this and so people would send me like their forms for their notes and they'd be like oh this is this and they'd be like oh, okay cool but it was never like a sit down
0: I was just about to ask you if you like knew other a lot of other script supervisors or had some sort of mentor or uh, there, or is there like a group, like a Facebook group that you join or something?
2: There are Facebook groups uh, still available um, <laughs> to join, uh, um, <laughs> and they they are great, and they're a great uh, community. Um, but in the beginning, I had I had no idea because this was so brand new, and um, sure, and so I reached out to um, a few people because they're like, oh yeah, my friend does this and. And I was like, Cool, could I like talk to them, meet up with them? And so we'd meet up and swap stories and I would ask questions like like um, you know, if this situation happens, what do I do? And so that would happen along with doing more shorts and um, reading the textbook. Like at this time it was like a guide, like, oh I need to go back to like the manual. So then I would just like, Oh, if I okay, that's how I fix the problem.
0: When you say doing more shorts, you mean script supervising more yes, shorts?
2: Script supervising. More shorts throughout um, the rest of that year, yeah. Because that web series was in August, and then till the end of the year, it was all short formed,
1: short films. Yeah, nice. And this is like 2013, roughly, or yeah, end of. Oh no, it must be later. Well, it was uh, end of
2: 2012. It's so, like fall and winter of 2012. It was the first time, and then uh, okay, going into nice more like web series pitch pilots and short films and videos.
0: And at that point, you w- said you wanted to be a director? Yeah. So I was definitely
2: wanting to learn even more about directing by getting on more sets and working yeah, next to the director at that point.
0: So then how long, at what point did you change your mind and decide that you wanted your career to be script supervisor? How many jobs later?
2: Uh, it was actually about three years later. Oh, wow. So I've been doing this for six years, so so about three years three years ago.
0: Was there some event that happened, or was it just over time you were like, I'm really <laughs> good at this, and I'm like, I, I can, i making good money?
2: Um, it's a little bit of both, uh, where I would feel more comfortable doing it. And I was like, oh, right, I really love this job. I really love scripts revising. Um, but I always wanted to give directing a try. And then I worked on this TV show, and... The director, it was like an eight-episode TV show. It was one the same director uh, every every episode, so it was the same team. And um, I had I um, <clears throat> I got to see what it really takes to be a director, more than just action and cut and talking to actors and thinking about shots. Um, right. So it was more about like. Do we have the budget for this? Do we have that location? Do we need to go location scout? Do we need to talk to this actor? Do we need to talk to this actor's agent? And um, all of these things are very necessary. But I was just thinking, like, oh yeah, everything that I love is about ten percent of directing.
0: <laughs> right. But, <in> that 10%,
2: <laughs> but, then, but then everything, but everything in within that ten percent of directing is like ninety percent of script survising, where it's like. What are the shots? How much time do we have? Right. What do we need to get? All the continuity details that I like to fixate on. And then I was like, I just, I know I can do this. I could be possibly great at this. Maybe I'm still trying, mm-hmm. but I was just like, I, I can get a handle on this. And I know I don't want to spend the rest of my life thinking about those things for a career. Yeah. Um, interesting. So I, yeah. So the love of the job was always there. The love of the job for scripturizing was always
0: there. And you didn't realize what the, what it was at first.
2: Yeah, I was still under the yeah, I could say action and cut and talk to cool people. But then it's like, right. No, there's so much more to it. Than... <laughs> right. I mean, that's a huge part of it. You have like that's that's like the meat and potatoes. But then there's so much more outside of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's the it's, fun a, part. it's the fun part. I mean. It there's a lot of unfun parts about it too, or I should say more challenging aspects of, you know, trying to get a project off the ground and doing the directing thing, you know, which is, it ends up being a lot of producing really in the end. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, that's just the way it is. And I've accepted that. Um, (laughs) insane. Same.
2: Same. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I, I, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I,
2: Likewise, I don't want to change that, but I just don't want to go down that path anymore. And so I'm just I'm happier and very satisfied doing script supervision. Nice. And, so, and I, so I want to, oh, I'll go
0: ahead,
1: Kilmerman, you go.
0: I was actually just going to say before before we move on, something you said earlier interested me, and I, I just I'm going to take it back for just a second, just for a quick aside. Do it. I'm curious. You said that you grew up just loving movies, and I'm wondering if you had some sort of influence. And I mean that two ways. One, like, did your parents really love movies? Did you have friends that were always like, hey, watch these movies? And also, is there, um, like, a particular filmmaker that influenced you as you grew up? Um, all right.
2: Uh, as a kid, uh, yeah, my, the TV was a huge part of my family and still is. It's kind of like where we all... Um the whole family I guess, got together to yeah, watch shows. I feel like maybe that's cool. maybe every maybe that's every family. But um, No, I, no, it's definitely not. Um like if we were eating dinner and the TV wasn't on, I was thinking, What's going on? Like, what <laughs> <laughs> um and then some nights my mom would be like, No, we're gonna talk to a each other like humans and i was like all right cool." that sounds like my experience Um, growing up but
0: majority that's the special night the special (laughs) night is when you turn off the tv
2: yeah so i thoroughly enjoyed the tv um growing up and i would come home from school and watch tv and then do my homework it was just a nice um relaxation just like i did i did school i want to relax i'm going to watch my favorite sitcoms or my favorite um, movies or a portion of it if if i had a lot of homework to do and uh, same with my dad, I, um, him and I would watch uh, a ton of movies and it was just like, like, all right, we're getting together. What movie do you want to see? Oh, I want to see this. Cool. All right. It's Christmas. What movie do you want to yeah, see? Yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> you know. Yeah.
1: And is there a certain filmmaker? Growing,
2: yeah. uh, growing up, not really. Not really. Uh, I mean, obviously, I, obviously I love like, yeah, there, there wasn't like one guy or one girl who was like the one person I was going to follow or anything. Yeah.
0: Okay. Sorry. We can go back to regular, the regular okay, podcast. So now. back to my back question. To your regular program.
1: program <laughs> no worries. Uh, <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask about your first feature um, and what that experience was like. And, you know, if it was a big change from doing the shorts and if you did things differently on the feature, or like what you learned through that experience or just like kind of take us through what it was like to, you know, do the job on your first feature film? Oh man, it was, uh,
2: so much stress. Oh, <laughs> so much stress. But, uh, it was funny because the first AD of the Subway thesis film got me my first feature. Cause she was, she was going to first AD. And so she passed my name on. Really? Nice. And she was like, that's great. Yeah. I was very lucky. And she was like, you know, I, I like working with you and like, do you want to do this? And, I was like, yeah, sure, um,
1: but I also very had, like-
0: lucky or knew the right person. <laughs> yeah, that's Norman's
1: favorite thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Okay>. boy, <laughs> not. Uh, I don't think there's much luck. I think it's all about who you know. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> not going to get into that right now. But, um, how long was it from going to the super, this, the subway thing to doing the feature? Was it like a few months later, a year later? Like how how long was that time period? It was about five months. Okay. Oh, nice. That's kind of perfect. Yeah. So it was,
2: it was well, really well timed where I had like enough experience to just be able to say, yeah, I'll try a feature. Um, or else I'd been like, "No, are you kidding me? Like, what's <laughs> what's wrong with you?" <laughs> it was very stressful, and I knew all the forms that I had accumulated uh, before the feature wasn't enough. And so I went and I did more. I did more digging and more researching and saying like, "Are these all the forms I need?" And then um, I looked on Google and I got a few. And then um, someone that I had reached out earlier on said, "Okay, these are the film. These are the forms you need for a feature. Try this out," and then. Yeah, it was it was insane, but it was really great cuz it was all paper. There was no digital.
1: Oh, wow. Um, Did so, you And there you was digital any... available. Okay. Were you doing any kind of um, it was all paper. like taking pictures of anything or any of that kind of stuff or was Yeah, it...
2: so it would be so much paper in a, in a binder and I was taking photos of what's on the screen, taking photos of the, continu- right. of the wardrobe continuity of the of the um, of the set design continuity, so my phone was like, so f- like almost filled up, just on continuity pictures. Very boring <laughs> to the eye, but very important to me. Um, yeah, yeah. I was just like, again taking in everything in as a sponge. Yeah. As right. a sponge, just like, oh, this is how the day goes. You know, twelve hours, half an hour lunch. Um, I was like, all right, cool. Um, there's a craft service table. That's fantastic. Um. And then also the director was in it. Like she starred in it. And that was the first time I'd ever worked in that situation. And so I was, that was like, whoa, like what is this like? Because she's in it.
0: Wow, I bet your job is even more important on it that was. Side. Oh, it, wow. It was,
2: yes, <laughs> it was. So me and the DP, she really relied on the DP more than me, which is totally fine. Um, but then she'd also come to me and say like, am I saying everything right? Is everything going to cut? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, or if like, I would say yes or no, and then we'd fix the problem. But I was just really learning. And when I look back at, um, what I do, what I look at what I do now versus what I did back then, it's kind of makes me laugh where I was, I wasn't used to giving back lines. Like if an actor needed a line, um, in the other in the other things they didn't really need me to do that sure they were right just, on those on those gigs they just didn't need it so i was just like all right cool and then that was the first time someone was like an
1: actor <laughs> a lot of the time they were, they were like, like what line. is that? and i'm like oh
0: crap <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and i was like this is part of the job too i forgot shit okay cool, 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 cool. were you uh, also timing the takes as well as all the other stuff yeah i had a, yeah i had a stopwatch around my neck wow yeah. yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's a crazy right. job. It's so much. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, because sure. like, I remember when I did it a couple times. <laughs> like, I got my phone on my script, like, so I just took a photo of, of the screen, and then I'm doing the lines by hand, and I've got my timer on my phone, and then I'm, like, focusing on all that, and then a, an actor will ask for a line, and I will be, like, totally... <laughs> Like not even in that space, <laughs> and it's like, "Wait, what? you want me to do that too?" And like you know it just takes you a second to to jump in, but man, it's a really demanding job. it can be, yeah, <laughs> it, <don't work. laughs> it definitely
2: can be, but once i mean once you get into any job, it's chaos, but then once you do it more and more, you can tackle those situations um
0: like well here so yeah. so so take us through your process then, so you you get booked on a job. And then, like, what do you do? Do you go buy a new stopwatch and a bunch of new binders and stuff? Like, what is your what does the job look like for um, you from that point on?
2: So, I get booked, and then I read the script at least twice without making any notes, just to see what the story is, and then the second time to mm. see if I miss anything that's important. Um, just so I get the gist of, like... This is what it is. This is where the character's going and then all right cool that's where it ends. All right, are there any other details that I should know just to just to watch out for? And then what I do now is I do a a day night breakdown. And so um you guys probably know this, but for if people listening that don't know, um
0: sure, yeah, go ahead.
2: So every movie is every movie can be categorized into different Script days and script nights And so It'll say like Interior hotel day Interior hotel night All that stuff And so I try and Make sure like Scenes one through three Is day one Scenes four through seven Is night one Scenes eight through whatever Day two Day three and so on And so I do that I do my version of it And then I send it out To the department heads And the director Who's included And it's really an email for the ad because they're obviously making the schedule at this point and i say hey is this correct this is what i got this isn't bulletproof um like if i miss something let me know and then
0: because it's based on your estimation of how many scenes you can fit into a day right
2: well no it's it's more my for me it's more about the story
0: days so it's
1: like right it's like what like, what day is a character living in Yeah, you know like I
0: see I got gotcha. you
1: I got gotcha. For for wardrobe and and for hair
2: and all I that understand shit. I understand Yeah and so just just so I have like a, a just so I have an inkling of what that is then it'll help me with my breakdowns later so then after I do the day night breakdown that gets fixed and while it's getting fixed and fixed and whatever I color code every scene. And so I do a different color for characters, props, production design, hair, makeup, wardrobe, stunts, vehicles, possibly VFX, inserts that might we might need, um, voiceover or wild lines that we need to get. And so I do that twice. And so I do... Yeah, I do that twice. And then... Um,
0: You mean you do two passes
2: on the script? Yes, sorry. Yes, two passes on the script. For that. Yeah. Okay,
1: all right. And what does your color code look like? Is it like you're putting different colors on each page that have these different things? Or like what does the color code breakdown look like? So
2: it's just literally in the printed out script. Um, So I I still work with – now I'm digital and I work with a computer. But on the day, on set, I still have a binder with the feature on paper on it. And so, my the every scene will look like um, will be very <laughs> colorful, um, depending on the scene. But it'll I'll just cross it through or underline it on the script, just so I have a reminder of the things we need, and like this is coming up. And
1: oh wow, yeah.
2: So I just wow. have just
1: so I have a so it's I, just a bunch of underlines with with different color underlines on the different things. Yeah, just because
2: I want to wow. learn. I, I, um, I mean. The word script is in the title, and so I should know that thing inside and out. And so when we get to the scene on the day when we shoot it, I might not always have time to read it um, as quickly as as I would like. So I just want to be able to see the colors, just see the basics of what we need, and then I can go into the and then I can read it possibly. But as long as I know, okay, so we have Rick and Sue, and you know she has a purse and he has a cigarette and there's a car. Like, just so I can, just so my brain, my brain just works better with colors where it's like, okay, two reds, purples, and an orange, two characters, two props, and a car.
0: Um, (laughs) And that's, there's no, like, industry standard colors, right? Those are just your, um, Those are just my,
2: those are just my colors. Um, I was taught, I was taught to color coordinate in a producing class at, at State, and that kind of just stuck. Wow. Um, and so I still use that, uh, that
0: one <laughs> yeah. that's amazing
1: it is pretty amazing i definitely did not do that.
0: <laughs> and that's okay <laughs> i did, I did <laughs> okay. I
1: prepped but i definitely didn't do color-coded anything
0: <laughs> that's i think that's freaking awesome
1: yeah okay so you do that and, and and then what's the next thing after you do the color-coded breakdown and you have your script all colorful and ready I have a, yeah i have the script colorful and ready and i have questions for the director
2: whether if it's um logical or um if there's blood, it's like, how much blood? And, um, or if someone gets punched, it's like, how big of a punch is it? you know, Or how much of a bruise do you want there to be on his or her face or whatever body part? Um, or if someone's wearing a lot of lipstick and they kiss someone on the cheek, is there anything left over? Is it that kind of a lipstick? Like Just those type of things that the director might know, um, that they might have thought about. But and if not, that's totally fine. We can figure it out on the day. Um, So I ask the questions, and we have hopefully we have a an exchange. And then what I do is um, I do this thing called matchbacks, which um, I didn't invent. It's in this uh, (laughs) it's in this um, textbook. I I learned I first learned about it in this other textbook called Beyond Continuity by um, Mary Sobolski, came out about, I think, three years ago. And um, so what it is, it's every scene has a, in mind, every scene has a page as like a page on Excel and it says location and character. And so it has all the characters in the scene and then what, every, what each character needs in the scene. So it could be purse, wearing a robe, has a scar, all that stuff. And the colors on the page match the colors on the excel spreadsheet just so it connects for my brain and then wow and then the matchback part is <clears throat> yeah so the matchback part is does the character need anything or a look to match back to a previous scene so like if it's in scene two and it's you know or if it's like scene one it says Rick has this ugly birthmark and then in scene two it's probably not going to restate that and so i need to make sure that oh in scene two birthmark and you know um i just assume birthmarks aren't like quickly um, erased or ever gotten rid of so usually the character will be will have it for the rest of the movie um so it's just a little reminder like oh he needs a birthmark he needs a birthmark on this scene and so the beginning of a movie it's very um
0: that's a continuity thing
2: yeah Yeah, and so, or it's like, um, if it says, like, oh, he lights up a cigarette, you know, I'd write down, okay, we need Rick, cigarette, and lighter. Because, obviously, like, a cigarette doesn't combust automatically, but it's never going to say, John, with his lighter, lights his cigarette. (laughs) You know, so it's... It's those type of details that get into the matchbacks, and so I.
0: But wait, but wait, you don't do that. There isn't like a prop master that breaks down all the everything that they would need. They definitely
2: do a breakdown, yes. But I. (laughs) But you do. I do my own breakdown. breakdown. Yeah, just in case the Mm -hmm. art department isn't like I can't get a hold of the art department on the day. Yeah, you can't trust those guys. (laughs) They're very good. (laughs) They're very good. (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But um, usually, I'll go with all those notes. I'll go up to the art department and say like, "Hey, um, I have it written down that we need a cigarette. Is that still ringing true? Did you or the director change it? Because majority of the time, directors have um, a lot more meetings with production designers, DPs, gaffers, producers, and so they could change something without sure. telling me. So I just need to. I just want to double check. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and sometimes yeah. people, but you're put- basically just dead go. Yeah, but you're like double checking all of this continuity with each department. So like, you know, the hair and makeup people have their own list yes. that they did, and then you're cross referencing with them. And then the art department has theirs. You're cross referencing with them. And then the wardrobe has theirs. You're cross referencing with them. Yes. Like, and so you're you're basically like a catch all for all departments to make sure that no one forgot anything in continuity, and that everyone's on the same page, and that we're no. all clear. Yes.
2: Right. Oh yeah. That is. Yeah. Very well said. <laughs> yeah. That is exactly.
1: Yeah, that's that was one of the things that when I when I was doing the movies, I did. Uh, I think it was the second movie where it really, we really got into that, and it was like super super awesome to see it all come together and like just the, the things that we would avoid as a team by all having these conversations. It was really cool. Yeah, um, I. Yeah, whenever whenever that happens, it's just like,
2: it just feels good. <laughs> Uh, it's just like, yeah, we're on the same page. And then now the action, like to me, the exciting part is getting on the same page and being like, all right, we got the we got these items you need for the scene, director. And so let's help you out. And then um, then he or she takes it from there. But yeah, when we're on the same page, it's it can be very um, it can help a lot.
1: Nice. Yeah. And so when you first started, you were doing this like all analog for like a, a bit, I bet. But now you're yeah, doing you're still do-
0: using that notebook, the paper notebook.
2: Yeah. To this day, I, I still need that notebook um, for a hard copy, um, mostly as just it's where I started and I really like it. And also as a backup in case my computer dies, um, I can still do the notes and I can still give them what they need, just not... As maybe not as fast, but just so I have it, and so I do the notes on my computer. But the take to take notes, like when people sit down and when they take a drink, I write down in my pencil on my with my pencil on a piece of paper, and make those little blocking notes. And um, or if wow. thinking,
1: yeah, or
0: yeah, I think that I think that's pretty common. I mean, it'd yeah, be hard to type or something while you were. So so
1: what watching. are you doing digitally if you're taking those little hand notes by hand and like writing like you know cup left hand two sips or whatever it is, you know, what what are you writing into the computer? Are you actually doing the line script in like digitally now or do you like how, how does it work? Yeah, so um so I do the line
2: script digitally and so it's just like a few clicks and it's done. Um and then the notes that I the notes that I type in are any differences or like no-nos, like, uh, like there's a boom shadow or we saw the boom or the director cuts early or C stand in the in the shot. Because I can definitely type that faster than I can write it. Um, and so it's usually the big problems. I type down quickly and then it's the take-to-take differences that are in the notebook, but then I transfer into the notes after the big
0: ones. So, yeah, speaking of, sorry, tr- just cause you said transferring notes. Do you put all of your, at the like at the end of the day, do you put all the notes that you wrote down in pencil into your, uh, into something digitally?
2: Only if it's
0: a, only do if they it's just a, stay,
2: they usually stay in, they usually stay in the binder, but if it's a big change, like lift the, he lifts the jacket with his left hand versus the right hand, then I'll write lift jacket with left hand in the notes. So right. the editor knows.
0: Um, yeah. Do you have a bunch of those notebooks? Do you, do you keep them? Um, I've kept
2: a, I've kept some, I usually throw them away cause I, they just will pile up. But, um,
0: <laughs>
1: sure. I think that's cool. Um, but, but yeah. you're not handing those notebooks off to the production at the end.
2: Yeah. So I give them, the, I give the notes to the production all through PDFs now. So, like, the binder that I have is right, mine. it's all digital. Mine to keep.
1: Oh, okay, so you're not, your color-coded so cool. thing never goes to them. That's yours. No. Yeah, they don't see that, and they don't need to see it. <laughs> they don't oh, want okay. to see it, which is
2: great, because okay. then I could, like, right. do whatever. I, I love
0: that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's
2: just for you. And this is just my way. People do everything on their iPads happily. I, I can't do that. Maybe, I, don't, I haven't tried it yet, but I, I really love my system. But people do it so many different ways... Um, it's always interesting, which is why it's always fun for me to meet up with other scripture advisors because we just swap like, Oh, that's what you do. Oh, what do you do in this situation? Use your iPad. I use my laptop. You're still paper. Like it's always, there's always stuff.
1: So going. are are you taking pictures of the monitor still? Or do you have like a, a little device you plug into the monitor to get your feed? Like, how are you doing that? I have, uh,
2: I have a device. I have a black magic recorder. I think it's called. And so I run a BNC from the monitor into that. And then it has a Thunderbolt cable from the Blackmagic into my, into my laptop. And so I can get the feed from the monitor on my laptop.
1: Nice. And then what are you doing with that? Is that like so you can just pull stills and hand them off to the production team at the Grab end? Grab a screenshot.
2: Yeah, I'll have them on computer. And if anyone asks for them, I can easily send it to them. But they're mostly used for the notes. So sometimes, like, my notes, will, it'll say, like, uh, like wide shot of Rick and Sue or whatever. And then right above that note, right above right above my notes of, like, all the takes, it'll have the picture above it. So you, the editor can oh. obviously see it as well. Um, nice. And see, like, oh, this is what that
1: shot is. And is that going through a program, like a script supervisor program, that, you know, kind of uses this all together? Or is this just something that you have to, like, you know, Take a screen grab of the image and then put it on with the notes. So I use the program. uh, I use um, the program's
2: called Script E, but the capital E
0: (laughs) Um, because you're a scripty. Not gonna
2: lie, I'm not a fan of the title. I get it. It works. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always a fun laugh from uh, on set. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, so I, I use that. It's a great program. Um, but there's other programs and there's other ways to get screen grabs. But the way that I do it is it runs through the program um, and the nice. Black Magic Recorder. Yeah. So that makes it pretty easy, then. It makes it pretty easy. Plus, even if I don't take pictures, I'm not huddled around the monitor because I'm just on my laptop and I can watch the monitor in right. my own space in my own. You know, I don't have to fight for right. it to to see the image with the director DP. And other people, I can just be, like, off in the corner.
0: Yeah, are you always able to do that? Like, do directors, does, like, every director you've ever worked with just let you do it however you want to do it? Or do you have to work different ways with different people? Um, usually directors
2: don't notice. As long as they can see the image, they're fine. Um, so if I can see it through my laptop, okay. that it's usually like a, oh, cool, like that kind of a thing. Um, but it all really depends yeah. on my battery for my computer if I don't have a lot of because it really drains my battery so right sometimes I have to decide not to <laughs> yeah. use it just so I can have my computer longer uh, especially for shooting like outdoors or in the woods or another location that doesn't have a lot of power or something like that
0: but you've never worked with a director that was like I need you to do it this way
2: no no they've never out they've never uh, said you need it they've never said you need to do it that way it's more like if I have photos it's like oh great but if I don't, some of them, you yeah,
0: know, they're not like... Yeah, I'm sure they love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. So being yeah. N- near to the director, is that something that you that's like always a constant? Like you're always right there next to them while they're they're doing their thing? Or do some directors prefer you to be further away? Does it just depend? or. Um, I'm always
2: trying to be near the director at all times. But I'm never like shoulder to shoulder. I'm usually like two steps behind him or her. Just listening to what they're deciding. So then I can uh, start to do more of my job based off their decisions. But rehearsals, blocking, during the take, I'm nearby. And sometimes I'll walk in with them when they give acting notes. Just so I know, just so I'm aware of if anything's going to change. Even if I don't have a note. I kind of just walk with them. Like I'm kind of attached to them on a string, but I don't get in their way.
1: And, and what kind of notes do you give the director? If Annie during takes or after t- in between takes,
2: um, it would be more like, uh, like he's not wearing his jacket. And, uh, so we need to, we need to get his jacket. Cause you know, the shot we just did, ha- he has a jacket or he forgot this line or she needs to,
0: you could have directed that better. Or you should
2: have him exit frame like those type of things. I would I would tell the tell the director.
1: Do directors ever tell you like, "Oh, I don't care if they miss a line, don't tell me about that. Like I I don't need to know that." Yeah.
2: <laughs> usually they'll say <laughs> I had that usually experience. They'll, <laughs> usually they'll say like, "Oh, does it still make sense?" And then I would say, "Yeah." <laughs> and then I would say, "It still does, but I would I would my <laughs> the technique that I've uh I've started doing is I'll show them what's missing and I'll say, do you miss it? Like, do you want them to say this or do you care? <laughs> That's good. And then they'll be like, "You no, um, no, I really like that line. So, yeah, he needs to say that. And then I'll be like, okay, cool. Do you want me to tell him? Do you want you to tell him? And then we'll go from there.
1: How often are you telling actors things? Or is it mostly like you just tell the director like, oh, make sure he grabs the glass with his right hand, not his left hand. Because, you know, he usually grabbed it with his right hand in the last you know, angle, but now he's grabbing it with his left hand, make sure, you know, or whatever. Do you do, do you sometimes tell the actors those things? Or are you always telling the director to tell the actors?
2: It all depends on the director. I love talking to actors about that stuff. I love building a rapport with the actors. Um, <laughs> I usually talk to the directors during the, the questions portion of the preparation where I'm, where I ask them like, does this, how big is the punch? Like all that I'll say, uh, on an email, I'll say, "How? Do, what is your process? Do you want me to talk to the actors, or do you want only you to talk to the actors?" And eighty percent, of you ask up front. Yeah, I ask up because I have to. Um, well, I just feel more comfortable doing that. Right. But seventy-five percent of the time, they're like, "You can talk to the actors. Don't worry about it." And I was like, "Great, cool." And then if it's a big, if yeah, if it's a note that I need to get talk to the actor, I'll go up to the actor and say, "Hey, I." Um, last that you sat down on this line, we just need you to do that again. Um, okay? Like, um, I always give a question. Well, <laughs> like, you good? We on the same page?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, then I, and then hopefully, like, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so funny. Are they usually receptive to that? Or are they sometimes, like, like you know, they don't want to hear that note?
2: Uh, sometimes they don't want to hear it, but uh, luckily I, I haven't come across an actor who's, like, been like over the top like what are you doing get out of here like it's never
0: been like that kind of (laughs) um but then you so wait so you're totally comfortable oh sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you no 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 no, that was it i was just gonna say so so you're totally comfortable talking to actors and you are really good at and enjoy watching for all continuity errors and talking to the director and all that stuff so what do you what would you say is the hardest part of how being a script supervisor then or for you? what Do you struggle with anything? The hardest part
2: is not really... I mean, now it's not the work. It's more dealing with certain personalities. Sure. You know, and which comes the with... Hardest the hardest part of anything, yeah, which any... Yeah, which comes with every job. I, you know, it's not like a scripts revisor specific problem. Sure. But, um, like, the director is everything to me and how he or she... Her, how him or... How they, how I react, and how we get along is huge, because um, my process doesn't change for anyone. Um, so some people like it, some people don't, and um, yeah. But the big there's that dealing with obviously the personalities, and then there's a lot of there's a lot of backseat scripts revising that happens on set, and oh really yeah. by who? Well, it's <laughs> I mean. I can't... I'm not going to say, like, names, but...
0: No, 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 not specifically who. I just mean, like, is it, like is someone from the makeup department, like, always coming over and, like... No, it's not... Is, is it is it a common department or anything?
2: No, it's not one common department, but it's, like, it's ranged from, you know, department heads to... Producers. ...guests that are visiting the set, and that is one way to, like, piss me off. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's... It, if you watch someone do something, it's so much easier to tell them what to do. There's no pressure (laughs) for you to get it wrong. Right. So if someone, if someone catches something and I don't happen to catch it, um, they'll be like, well, you need to fix that. And I'll be like, I, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, thank you for catching it. I'm sorry I missed it. But like, as time goes on, it's like, there's, you know, there is a lot to do. And, um, But I just don't want people to think if I miss like one thing, because if someone who's not a scripture advisor catches one thing, they're like on top of the world, as I would too. But if you're you're someone as a scripture advisor who needs to catch everything and misses one thing, it's like the biggest disappointment to everybody because you missed it. (laughs) So there's a lot more pressure (laughs) on on us, which is fine, which is part of the job. But can I say I've caught every continuity error ever that I've worked on? No, I've, I've missed. Sure. You're human. I've right? Missed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're only there's human. Only, you're not a yeah, robot. One <laughs> I still have
2: only two eyes like everyone else. And so I'm obviously not trying to miss them, but it's just,
1: yeah. Do sometimes, like, you'll see something, and then, like, you know, you have a, a way that you work with the director, and you've got a whole, like, system. And so you're going to bring that up in at a, at a certain way at a certain time, but you're like, you know, you're not running to like shout out the first thing, when you know when he call, when the director calls cut. But then there'll be like somebody on set who just like, oh, 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 you you missed that thing, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, but that's not <laughs> how we say it or whatever. Does that ever happen? Oh, all the time, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: especially it, it especially happens with when things are out of focus or there's a boom shadow. Those are the top oh, yeah. two things that. Everybody notices. So I don't people need love to, to see say boom shadows. Things. Right. Yeah. So I don't need to be like, Hey, um, I know you heard this 10 times, but I'm going to say it for an 11th time, but there's a boom. Like I don't, like I know better, but like, yeah. uh, a lot of people think or I feel like it's perceived that if I don't say it automatically right away that I missed it, but that doesn't always the case. Because if someone, like, yeah. if, you know...
0: You're usually writing that down, though,
2: too, Yeah, right? I'm usually writing it down because I noticed it. And then someone else says it. And then I, you know... And right. Then, and, then, <laughs> and then they look at me and say, like, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, why didn't you say anything? And i would say, because you
1: just did. Like, why? It doesn't need to be said twice. <laughs> right. You know? Um, so, oh, man. That does happen. It's so funny... I was working on a movie uh, the second movie I worked on I only did two as a script supervisor but uh, the cinematographer Paul Nordeen great guy local guy I I was so excited to do my job that like you know when it was clear that the camera department and everybody knew about the issue I would still like say something (laughs) to him every time and he got so mad at me because he would just be like yeah I know obviously that's an issue like whatever it was you complete (laughs) moron and I was like oh oh yeah yeah right of course you know what you're doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) but then every (laughs) once in a while I would catch something that they wouldn't see and uh, they would be able to fix it and adjust for it you know so I did have my victories but I had to learn on that movie, like, yeah, obviously, don't call call out the obvious ones that you know we all see. You know, you gotta know which one to when to call them and when not to. You know,
2: yeah, I mean, when it, when in doubt, say it. <laughs> That's usually how I feel. If right, right, because the worst thing they can do is your experience. Um, is they like, yeah, I know. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm just trying to help. Like I'm doing my job, <laughs> right. um, you know, Yeah. <laughs> but I've definitely been in the situations where it's like, you know, i I've said a few things, maybe I'll give him this one take and then I regretted it immediately because then we missed something and I was like, darn it, I should have said,
1: so, yeah. um, so I have one last boring question before I have well, like a couple bigger questions, but yeah. Uh, do, do you normally run lines with actors in between takes? Is that like part of your job that you do? Or is that something that just happens sometimes?
2: I only run lines with actors if one, they are not getting it or two, they ask. Yeah. That makes sense. Because if, um, cause I don't want to, um, like, my best day on set is when I don't speak. <laughs> I don't need to speak right. on set for me to have a good day. So, I only I only speak to the actors when I need to. And so, if I'm having trouble with the lines, I'll say, like, hey, here's the scene. Because um, I'll just preemptively know that they might ask for it. And then I'll go off and do something nice. else. Um, or, quote-unquote, go and do something not else. So, I don't, like... Make them feel like I'm breathing down their neck to be like, "This is the stuff." <laughs> right, that- right, right, <laughs> right. Um, or if they say like, "Hey, can we
1: can we run through the lines?" Then I'll be like, "Yeah, nice. of course, let's do it." And then I'm awesome. Done. Yeah, I always felt like when I was running lines with actors and the director, if it was like four characters in a scene and we had two actors there or whatever, or one actor and the directors with me, with me running lines, I always felt like that was a really a good learning experience. You know, just to watch the other director. Work with the talent, you know, and figure out the lines and the and the way that the the actors would digest the lines and their process. I just thought that was really fun to do, you know. Yeah,
2: you really get to. Le- I mean, even though even though I'm talking to the actors about facts of, or like external parts of their role, like what they're wearing and when they sit and what the lines there's, sh- you really get to see what it's like to just work with actors and how they yeah and how they take any notes, right? And so. It's always helpful to see, like, oh, you know, he likes it like this, and she likes it like this. And so that's how I'm going to work this, you know, this duo for my notes. Nice. Um, if
1: I'm allowed, obviously, to talk to them. But, Which... Yeah, you learn a lot. Yeah. And sometimes you're not allowed to talk to them. And that must be awkward when you're not allowed to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, it is, It is at the beginning, but then
2: that usually dwindles down to, okay, the director will be like, okay, you can talk to him because <laughs> there's so many <laughs> the of Right. And so I'll say, oh, you like, he should have a jacket and he's got to do this. And you got like, I want to help out. Yeah. And then usually my, my version of giving notes, they're just like, can you, I'm sorry, can you tell them that? And then I'll be like, great, fantastic. <laughs> nice. Um, and I'll talk to the actors. But, it can be awkward if I'm not allowed to talk to, to the actors. I One time, I had to give a note to a, an actor's
1: assistant. Oh, really?
0: <clears throat> to, for the assistant to give to the actor?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that just because it was a famous person? or that Why was, was that? That was because um, they didn't like me.
0: <laughs> the actor didn't like me? Uh-huh. The
2: actor didn't like me. And wow. Because I was... Yeah. No, that's too... Bad. But... I knew awkward. the note needed to get the note. Yeah, but the note needed to get to her, so I was like.
1: <laughs> but, but, but you said, but because you what? You said they didn't like you because oh, cause because I mine. was like, oh, I
2: need you to sit down or like on this line. You know, remember you had the plate in your hand, yeah, you know, or you had the jacket. Don't forget this line, and it's not like every. Hopefully, it's not every take, but if it is every take, I can get on people's nerves, and so if I can read that. I'll be like okay she might not she might not listen to me so who is someone she will listen to that makes sense sometimes it's the assistant sometimes it's the director sometimes it's hair and makeup Um, but that was only once That that was only once luckily it's only once but yeah
1: nice Um, So the question, the big question I had... Yeah, what are your juicy questions? you know, you've worked on, like, over 50 projects with 50 directors, either shorts, features, whatever. Um, So you've worked with a lot of directors. And I just had some questions about directors in in general. Like, what have you learned from watching all these people do the job uh, over the last, like, four, six years? Um, Well... Uh,
2: like I said earlier, um I learned what it really is, other than just the fun bits. And uh I've learned how to go about your day, like how much energy to burn throughout the day so you're not burned out at the end of it.
0: Ooh, that's a hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> Pace yourself. I love that. Yeah. That's a good one.
2: I like I've worked with the directors who after <laughs> between every setup they go off away from everyone and they're just reading their script and their notes. I worked with this one director. Her name is Marty. Her name is Marty Go. Um, she's very talented and, and after every setup, I would just see her just, all right, cool. We're going to do this shot. Great. Cool. Let's do this. Line it up everybody. And she would walk off go into, into like a, like, it's like Zen mode and just look at her script and just like, just keep she was still working and still like going at it even three shots in and it was just so inspiring and that's how she works and that's how she doesn't get burned out or that's just her process some people are just like shooting the shit as directors just like yeah like this funny story that has nothing to do with this movie Uh so I've, i've seen different different people's process throughout the day and um um I can't think of anything else right now, but
1: but yeah. Well, that was a great answer. But going back to Marty, um, did, did she ever, uh, talk to the actors in that time as well? Or was it always alone time for her? Uh, she definitely talked
2: to the actor. That time was alone time because she had already, Oh, she'd already talked to the actors. Okay. Yeah. Or she would go to the actors after that because we had some downtime because and electric would have to light it. And then once they were lighting it, then she would focus on the script and just be like, not wanting anyone, you know, like I never, I never went up to her. So I never like found out if uh, (laughs)
0: if
2: she wanted (laughs) someone, I did ask her a question once and she was very open. She's like, yeah, sure. Of course. But she just had this, I'm super like, I just love working with her. She's so great. And, um, but when it was quiet, she was always working. And then when it was loud, when the actors came back and we were ready to go, she was in it to win it and just up and at it and talking to the actors and talking to the crew
1: and all that stuff. So, so did you notice that um, something similar to that with any other directors, like that they don't like shoot the breeze and whatever, that they're focusing in on on the the job the whole time or having quiet time? Or is that something kind of unique you saw with her? That was something unique.
2: I saw with her, but I wish I saw it with every director.
0: <laughs> well, every <laughs> director has their own process, nice. I'm sure, and that's everyone. very true. Right. That's very true. Right. But I
2: just I love that nothing was <laughs> nothing was good enough. So she was just like, "How can we make it better? What can we do?" And she would ask me questions, yeah. and I'd be like, "Yeah, that that yeah, this shot works. This line works." And um, but it also depends on wow. the subject matter. When it's like a lighter, like rom com, everything's lighter. Everything's like, yeah, we're you know. This is this is great.
0: Oh yeah, you've um, worked across all genres, huh? What's your favorite genre to work in? Uh, comedy,
2: which cool. might seem weird because all the improv, uh, all the improv, which could make sure. my which could make my job hell possibly, but with the comedy, it's so much more fun and lighthearted, and everyone's trying to, you
1: yeah, know, beat right. the,
2: beat the joke with all these different <laughs> yeah. bits, and so. Um, That's my favorite to work on. Um, But dramas are a lot of fun, too, just because it's, you know, yin and yang. Just you get some of comedy, you get some drama. Sure. Um, But, yeah, most of the time comedy directors are more, like, um, easygoing. It it matches the genre where drama and horror directors that I've come across, they're a little bit more, like, Let's do it. Let's, let's be serious. Let's do this. Let's have yeah, fun. But, but, yeah, it'd be hard to shoot a
0: comedy with serious. a super serious director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no laughing on set. Yeah. But, but, with, be but
2: with, yeah, that'd be awful. But um, <laughs> one thing I've learned about from working with all these directors is how they stage a scene, like how they would do it. And so it's always interesting to see how people want to how they want the actors to move and how they don't want to move or how they want to, you know, I've learned a lot about how directors talk to actors in general about acting notes just by, just by being there and listening. Um, so it's always interesting to see
1: people's uh, processes uh, through that. What, what are some like things that directors will say to actors that you picked up on? Like, like, is it usually less instructions, more instructions? Like, well, like what, what are some things that we could take away from that? Yeah.
0: What do you think has worked the best? <laughs>
2: I think what has worked the best is in uh, openness to collaboration because once, uh, even if I've, I've seen, I've seen this happen where people can give a a note that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but the director, I think if it's handled well, they'd be like, you know what? Okay. Okay. Let's, let's try it. And then let's, well, let's try it. And they try it and it doesn't work. And then they do what the director actually wants to do. (laughs) So it's they take everyone's notes into consideration. Um, obviously, just don't be mean, don't yell, which doesn't happen, you know.
1: Right. But if it does, it's like it's still shocking.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do, do,
1: do you see a lot of yelling on sets from directors these days, or not so much? No, 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 no. I saw Un- on, on the first
0: film I ever worked on, the director choked out one of the actors for fucking up a monologue. Wow, it was insane.
1: Oh my god, that's terrible!
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy.
2: Um, I mean, I've worked with I've worked with the directors who I've uh, I've known for a long time, and they've said, "Yeah, that's great." When I know they really meant that was <laughs> so right, safe. right. So even they know. Like, I'm not going to say like it's horrible to your face, but let's try it again. You know, right. it. You know, because you're. If I was an actor, I wouldn't want to be told like. You're doing horribly. Fix it. I would be like, "All right, why don't you direct me?" (laughs) Because you're the director. So, um, so they just go along with it, and they're they're, very—they know how to handle situations well,
1: like that. So, what is something that you've seen uh, directors do that you'd recommend people avoid doing on sets? Like, what's some no-nos? Um,
2: I would say. uh, that's a good question.
1: <laughs> um just um I guess <laughs> Oh man. Well, no yelling, obviously. That's one. Sorry, wait. Did
0: you uh, did <laughs> yeah, you ask it's, about directors?
1: Yeah, like what would directors what should a director avoid doing on set? That's a broad question hour. Uh, it's a some no-nos, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hitting- no i can i can get it I can get all it. right that's not that's um, not any more broad than what's a good thing directors did on set i mean Come i was gonna well <laughs> 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 what do you do you have a better question to ask you can ask it
0: well we could reel it back <laughs> to being a script supervisor is there anything you would say definitely don't do to some new up-and-coming oh, script supervisor fine.
1: Obviously, I care more about the directing <laughs> advice than script supervisor. We about. talk to directors <laughs> all the time. I know, but they don't know what they—they they don't know what's good or bad. I mean, just like I don't know what's good or bad. Nobody knows what's like, good or bad. The, the directors yeah, are doing all kinds of crazy. But shit. but Josh <laughs> is in a really. Works. But he's in a very unique position because he's right next to all these directors, and he's worked on so many That's more true. things than I have. So I want to soak up all the juices. All right, all the it, I, I wasn't saying it was goodness. a bad question. No, it totally I makes sense. I get it. <laughs> You're just clowning on me. I I just thought
0: that I'd maybe pose a question that was easier to (laughs) answer.
2: (laughs) I got an answer. I got an answer. Um, Awesome. I would say for directors (laughs) to avoid... I I
0: didn't mean to make it sound like you couldn't answer. No,
2: I know, I know, I know. Um, But (laughs) throughout that tangent, I was thinking about an answer, so thank you. Um, (laughs) Okay, great. uh, I would say for directors to avoid... Wanting to please everybody on set. Does that make sense?
1: Mm,
0: do you think that's a bad thing?
2: I think it's a bad thing in the creative in the creative uh, position on set. Sure. Because if everyone's saying like we should do this, we should do. Do you like the dolly shot's really hard? Do you want to get it static? I don't think directors should be yes men and yes women. And sometimes they aren't.
0: You don't yeah. think they should compromise their vision?
2: I don't think it should be a. Oh, it's always hard. It's, it should always be a balance. Like you should always, you should always know what you want. But if you get if you get told a note and you don't like it, you should be able to say no. Like I don't want to do that. Let's do yeah. that.
1: But that's the hardest part. But be open.
2: To like know that balance. Yeah, that is, and it's, and I've been there. I've dire- I I've directed, and it was hard for me. And so I totally understand, but I also we also have to do our Ooh, job.
0: Can we talk about that for just a minute? I know we're running out of time, but can we just talk a minute about the things that you directed? Yeah, sure. Did those? Did those? Uh, I mean, I guess we really don't have time to get into it anymore, do we?
1: No, keep it
0: short. <laughs> I'm curious how those experience influenced your ability, or how do those things influence your decision to are you not directing anymore, ever again? You've sworn it off? Or you're just not pursuing directing because you are pursuing what you're doing? But you would still, like, if I, you know, would you still jump at, at a chance to direct? Or um, are you done with this?
2: I'm not pursuing it, but I would happily, like, direct a tiny, tiny thing that's, like, between my friends and I. Or if it's, like, a stupid sketch that I have, then I would just, like, want to, you know, want to do that. But... Pursuing it long-term is over.
0: Right. But the things that you directed, you're proud of them? You're, you enjoyed the process of making them?
2: Oh, yeah. Thur- thoroughly enjoyed. Um, through this job, um, I learned more about uh, what shots are priority. That was the most. I've learned, I learned a lot, but it's more like, okay, I know setting up a steady cam or setting up a dolly just takes us longer and we don't have a lot of you know, like manpower. So um, let's not do the dolly shot. Let's just do these two. Like I need these. I need these shots to tell the story. And then if we have a, if I have a wish list, if we have some like sexy shots, like steady cam or you know some movement, um, then I'll be like, okay, let's get that. But as long as we get this, I have a scene. So I I, I learned that a lot from script revising, But whenever I directed after I started script supervising, I still didn't really. The way to talk to actors as a director is so different from the way to talk to actors as a script supervisor. And so I always, had, I always had trouble with that. Did you have a script supervisor on the things you directed? I did on a couple. And sadly, I will admit... Really? Yeah. Sadly, I, a few things I directed did not have one after I started scripts revising.
0: Well, that's okay.
2: Yeah. And I just felt that's like,
0: okay, man, <laughs> no judge. This is a safe, this is a safe <laughs> space.
2: I just, no judgment here. My, in my head, I was like, I'd rather not have one than have one and not pay them. Cause I couldn't afford. Yeah.
1: It's kind of, um, it's kind of tough, you know, I
2: don't know. I feel yeah, like, I feel I, like I've having one and not paying that. them coming from my background is worse than not having one, but that's just
0: me. <laughs> sure. Um, When you did have one, were you just like jealous of them the whole time? God, I just wish I could be doing
2: that. No, no. I was the exact opposite. Yeah, exact opposite. (laughs) I was like, why would anyone want to do that job? Like, I was just like, like, (laughs) but I had my director brain on and I was excited and I'd gotten young. Right.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, I I, I wa- wish we had time for one more question, but I don't think we do. Unless Kellerman, Should do you have something you're dying to ask?
0: No, no. I I mean, sorry. We, I sort of I'm not good at following outlines. <laughs> terrible. So I kind of skipped around That's a little. Okay. No, I
1: think it was great. <laughs> The conversation was happening organically. No, it was. It was great. I thought. It, I thought we hit all the major <laughs> the major notes. Um, yeah. The, the one I, I just said no more questions. But the one last one.
0: <laughs> did I did I skip one no, that you really? No, wanted I to just, ask? just
1: feel like just for the sake of the script supervisor episode, like we should ask, like you know, for young scripties who are just trying to yeah. get started, like what advice do you have for someone who just really wants to get get in and start doing this?
2: I would say to get on set um and i would say try out just paper for like two gigs no digital because um with paper it's literally just your eyes and your notes and so if you have the if you have the foundation of paper then You can. I feel like it's a better training tool to get up to digital, in my honest opinion, rather than if someone starts in digital because. Well, I mean, first off, if the thing, if your device dies and you can't charge it, you're kind of (laughs) screwed,
1: right? Because then
2: you have no no backup. You have you. You can't go back to be like, oh well, okay, in paper I did that. When I when I was paper I did this, Um, or you can't do that. But when you are paper, you have something you can write on, and it really trains your eye um with with what you have to look out for and how important it is for you to latch on to those things, like to, to latch on to those details when you only have a pencil in your in your eyes. So you have to write down everything. And I think it's a good practice to get up to digital instead of people trying to fast track to digital. Yeah. And and also with digital it's it's they're great programs, but Like I have a friend, there's like, I have a friend who uses just Excel and I have a friend who just uses paper. And then I have another friend who uses this other form called Peter Scarrett forms, which is a very good program. Nice. Um, But I wouldn't say one of us is
0: Peter Scarrett forms.
2: Yeah. Peter Scarrett. It's like S K A R R A T T. And uh, it was, yeah, he's an editor and he invented these own forms because he was tired of of looking at horribly <laughs> um, nice. organized forms. Uh, awesome. Um, and so...
0: <laughs> That's great.
2: Yeah. But I wouldn't say one of us is better than the other just based on the technology yeah. we have. It's all just a little different. Yeah, it just it's just a different output of notes and the way you input your notes as well. But our skill level isn't based off of what we use. Our skill level comes from our eyes and how we...
0: Your attention to detail, and our attention to detail.
2: Yes, yes, and it's unfortunate where yeah. I've um, i I wasn't hired for a few jobs just because at the time I wasn't digital, and I wanted to be like, well, really, yeah, because they wanted the notes fast, and I was like, okay, well, that's unfortunate. I'm, you know, I'm, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I okay, I can do. I can't do anything about it, but they just wanted it to be like right away with notes and if you want fast notes, go digital, but, um, I mean, anybody can own a red camera, but that doesn't automatically mean they know how to use it, you know? So I can have the latest technology, but that doesn't mean you have the eye that really does the work that still gets you to digital. You know what I mean? So it's, if you work in paper, you're starting to train that eye from the beginning so that you have the, the, the best foundation to go up, into other forms, I think.
1: Yeah. I was was using a device uh, on my phone to uh, scan all my handwritten notes and my my lined pages uh, into my phone and emailing them to uh, the production supervisor at the end of the day every day. So although I was all analog, I would hand off digital copies of my notes at the end of rap every day. Yeah? So... That was kind of nice. I mean, was, I think the editor liked that. I definitely did. I did that for the first feature, so that
2: was that was definitely interesting.
1: Oh, okay, mm. yeah. So yeah. it's another like you know thirty minutes or so of work to do at the at wrap. But usually there's uh, some downtime while people are wrapping up anyway. So there's you know there's time for that. Um, but but yeah, digital obviously would be simpler. <laughs> it is simpler,
2: but um, I think for anyone starting out, try paper just to get a handle of it. And then go to digital. Yeah,
1: yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, uh, all right. I, I do. Wait, I do have one more. Would that led okay. that led me to another all question right. before <laughs> really we wrap quick. it up? I got one okay. more. I can go. <laughs> I can go all night. So stop <laughs> me whenever. I know. I'm just. I just. You literally just made me think of something though, because you. Um, so how do I? What's the best way to ask this? Are there other careers you, you you love script supervising and you plan to do make that your career but are there other careers that could that script supervising is a good stepping stone to for example could script supervising have led to you directing yeah uh, because like when I, I, I'm, I'm a writer i'm an aspiring writer and when i worked on a tv show mm-hmm. and i was talking to somebody about maybe trying to become the script supervisor or something and i'm like oh no you don't want to do that that's not how you become a writer
2: that is correct. You do not. You know don't I mean? do it. <laughs> um, right. Uh, yeah, scripturizing is a great step to directing just because I'm next to the director all day and you get to see what they do and how they work. Um, it's very, it's a very common step for people to start scripturizing and then go into directing um, just because you're yeah, you are so close and you're both thinking about the shots and the pacing and the editing. Um, the only difference is that there's the performance. So... It's a it's a very good if you want to direct I would say try scripture like if yeah if I would yeah I would definitely say try scripturizing if you want to go into directing or if a script supervisor wants to start directing it's not the craziest jump and there have been crazier and successful jumps so yeah it'd be a, it's a great uh, I tell people I tell film students. um, Every year I try to go back to SF State and teach them about my job. And I say, you know, if your friend's directing and you're not directing and you don't want to do anything else, try scripturizing because you'll be right next to your friend and you'll see what they do and, you know, you'll get a sense of what it's like. So it's a great step
1: to go into directing, I think. Um, That sounds great, man. What a great answer to that final question. But yeah, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And and where can people find you? Are you on Instagram? Are you on Facebook? Are you on um Twitter? Do you have a website? Any of that stuff? Um, I'm on Facebook and I'm working on a website, but you can find me on Facebook. Nice. Awesome. Um, no Twitter, no Instagram? No Twitter, no Instagram. Okay, no. cool. And then we'll we'll have your IMDB page on there too, so people can see you and I'm sure you're, you're findable some way if they want to hire you on something. Um, and, uh, yeah.
0: Wait, before, Um, before you finish up here, I do want (laughs) to say, uh, okay. I I just want to, I just want to recap the hot tips that I heard during this. A couple of hot tips that I heard throughout here. So one was pace yourself throughout the day. That's a great tip. You a lot of people shoot real slow and then have to hurry at the end or shoot real fast. And then they're like, they're tired, you know, too early. Um, second hot tip was, once again, I heard that he knew somebody who got him his second job and that that led to another and blah, blah, blah. So, who you know, big deal. <laughs> right. Third hot tip, uh, be open to suggestions but have a backbone and know when to say no. I like that one. That's a good one. That's a good one for nice. anybody. Um, and, uh, you know, paper doesn't require batteries was a good one nice. too that that it's true working on paper has its benefits obviously not environmentally but uh it it can be a good thing
1: nice awesome all right all right those are my hot tips
0: close close up the show Alric. i'm done
1: that's been uh, <laughs> another you know wonderful us uh, uh you know episode of Colorman's hot tips um, <laughs> which we'll be doing on future episodes uh oh i hope so Yeah, wonderful Um, but yeah, so, uh, thanks again, uh, Josh for being on the episode. Really appreciate it. Um, you can check out our website at Mickey Movies is where you can find links to the things we talked about in this episode, including trailers to the movies Josh has worked on and all that good stuff. If you want to get in contact with us, you can send an email to podcast at Mickey Movies is or you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at MMIH Podcast. I'm all B on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and Kellerman is at Coleman Writes a Lot on Instagram. Um, And please, if you like the show, tell a friend. Help us get the word out. Leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And thank you, Josh, for a wonderful episode. And Cullerman, again, thank you. Great job. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me on again. Thank you.
1: It was fun. All right. Talk to you guys next week.
0: Bye.